The 5-4 Minnesota Vikings will be taking on the 5-4 New Orleans Saints Sunday right here on Fox Sports 98.1, your home for the Vikings radio network. It's a Paul Allen boom at noon, 11 a.m. pregame, and it's time for our weekly Vikings Views with the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. I'm John Gaskins. Of course, Minnesota has now won four games in a row, squarely in the playoff hunt and also coming off an improbable 31-28 win over Atlanta on Sunday with Josh Dobbs heroics being one of the top stories in the entire NFL. And Josh Dobbs gets the start on Sunday against the Saints. Now, P.A. Dobbs didn't know most of his Vikings teammates' full names. He had never taken a snap from their center. Never heard They had never heard his cadence. None of the receivers had caught a practice pass from him. And then he does what he did. We saw it. Uh, what, what kind of insider access can you give us to, to just display from both Dobbs and head coach Kevin O'Connell what an amazing feat that was? And good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, my brother. And um, uh, it's just uh, another Vikings-type immortality moment that we've had since Kevin O'Connell took over. You know, last year, the, uh, the comeback against Indianapolis, the game against the Buffalo Bills, and then now this with the Dobbs delirium. Uh, it's just uh, the way the way that whole thing worked out. I mean, it is as improbable as you will hear, given the the fact that they traded for him five days before the game. He didn't get he didn't get to Minnesota till Wednesday, you know. And the fact that he's so scholarly that he actually had 150 plays memorized, and that really really helped the time he put in. Uh, even with Kevin O'Connell, as as it's uh, been reported pretty much was laying out to him during the 20-some-odd the seconds he gets to talk to the quarterback in the helmet, you know, giving out the call like KWSN, Blue Right, Buffalo 577. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Powell is going to go, uh, Brandon's going on a shallow, shallow cross, Addison is running a nine, and then it would cut out. And then Dobbs would have to work it from there. It, it was unbelievable. And, um, you know, cre- credit to, to Josh sh- should not, go by the wayside, in my opinion, into the Saints game with people thinking, all right, they call lightning in a bottle. So, you know, I guess we'll see in the Saints game and, and games coming up how real this is. But but Dobbs has never been part of a pass-first situation like this where he is the anointed leader. Jefferson eventually is going to return, and the head coach is a play caller. So this is... <laughs> I mean, this is a massive opportunity for Josh Dobbs. It's a, an opportunity. It feels like a movie, and it, we should at this point with Cousins and Jared Hall both being injured in the last couple games. What's the backup quarterback situation for the Vikings on Sunday? Well, good question, because uh, early in the week, uh, Tanner Morgan, uh, who was here a few weeks ago uh, when, when, when Mullins went down with that back, um, uh, Tanner Morgan is here to run the scout team early in the week, and uh, where it's going to go from there is going to determine uh, whether whether um, uh, Jaron Hall is out of concussion protocol by the game. Now, the fact that, that Tanner, who um, used to play for the University of Minnesota, spent the offseason with Pittsburgh, almost made their practice squad, you know, so he's local and, and he knows how to run a scout team. So he'll play the role of Derek Carr during practice. That's what he did during the week. And, um, but if, you know, I, don't, I, I can't necessarily say that, that Tanner will be the backup quarterback in this game. 
Meanwhile, you look at Kevin O'Connell. He's the offensive play caller from Minnesota. Dennis Allen, a longtime defensive mind by trade in the NFL, the coach of the Saints. Uh, What kind of things will he throw at the Vikings? What is the expected matchup scenario? Well, the the Saints lead the NFL in interceptions, and uh, they have 12. And I haven't uh, completely gotten through, you know, exactly how they're getting all of them. Uh, but uh, their pass rush is pretty good. You know, uh, Cam Jordan is football immortality, but he's right near the end of his career. Uh, they have this cat named Carl Granderson who rushes it really well. Demario Davis, tough as nails. And uh, their corners, Marshawn Lattimore and Paulson uh, Adebo, they're, they're both very good. They, they have very, very good corners, and they have one really, really good safety. So they, they have good players at all levels, and those teams are generally tough to beat. Other side, Derek Carr and company against this Vikings defense. Well, with Carr, you know, and I love Derek, too. I just love the person he is and the perseverance he has. But, um, you know, Derek, he, he can get a little flustered when, when he doesn't know where the rush is coming from. And, you know, this, uh, this is a bad week to get flustered when you don't know where the rush is coming from with the way this Flores defense has, has picked up the Minnesota Vikings since Justin Jefferson went down. So Derek has a nice arm. It's not a great arm. He's not a big-time outside-of-the-numbers guy unless he's on the right ash mark. Uh, but Derek's very smart. And, um, and Alvin Kamara will be the best two-way running back we see all year. Um, he, he had a game recently where he caught 12. Taysom Hill, you know, Taysom the trick is what I call him. You know, he, he's unbelievable. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. The NFL has never had a player like Taysom Hill who was a former quarterback at BYU he threw a touchdown pass last game against Chicago. He caught one, and he ran 11 times. And he's also mean as bleep on special teams. So you, you can't sleep on this Taysom Hill or he'll kill you. This is a fun one to wrap things up for the Paul Allen's Vikings Views podcast crowd because we're recording a little earlier than usual on a Wednesday. But as of Wednesday... Both teams 5-4. and four. This game is in downtown Minneapolis, as far as I understand. The Saints are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Can you, can you guess why? Well, with this one, um, this one doesn't offend me or shock me, the, the way Atlanta being favored by four. Because, I mean, it's like I put a lot of time into the Falcons, man, and it just it, it, it was an unorganized bunch replacing its quarterback. And, um, and they had just lost their best defensive player. I couldn't believe that they were favored by four simply because the Vikings were starting a rookie at quarterback. Um, the Saints favored by two and a half. I don't like that line. Um, I think it should be closer to pick them or maybe the Vikings favored by one. And, and you know, what, what's telling here is how with these power rankings that, that are set to establish point spreads, how defense frequently can be underrated. Because the Vikings' defense, with with Daniil with 10 sacks, the way he's playing the run, the way they're taking the ball from teams, and the way they're stopping teams inside the 20 uh, when there's extreme chaos and turmoil uh, off turnovers, that's being underrated with this point spread. You know, the Vikings permitted, what, 28 points against Atlanta, you know, so therefore that factors into it too. That's a lot of points. But um, generally speaking, point spreads and power rankings frequently go off offense and skill position players and who can score fastest and why. I think the Vikings should be favored, and I think the Vikings are going to win. Well, we'll see. Uh, Appreciate your time as always, P.A., and we'll chat again next Friday. Got you, my brother. Anytime. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. P.A.'s Boom at Noon, Vikings, Saints, Sunday, right here on Fox Sports 98.1.
I'm John Gaskins.